It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing around the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, Tournament Pro Kent Brown. It is Saturday morning, November the 5th. A lot of fishing going on out there. A lot of our team circuits starting back up the past uh, the past week or so. A um, few of them kicking off next weekend. A few of them this weekend. A few tournaments kicked off last weekend after all the championships were done. A lot of fishermen uh, down at Nassimeno fishing the uh, uh, One Bass Tri-States tournament this weekend as well. A lot of anglers are uh, um, a lot of anglers are headed back to uh, um, get ready to fish uh, some of the. Uh, some of the some of the guys anyway are getting ready to uh, head back and fish some of the other events um, down in the valley. A lot of the tournaments are starting to kick off down there as well. The Pedros, the McClures, Maloney's, all those lakes. About 90 of you headed to Folsom today uh, for your split weekend. You guys uh, in the future Pro Tour Classic wish you luck. Uh, there's a big pile of fishermen that are headed out there um, doing that. And uh, they are, <laughs> all I know, the guys are fishing because they're sending me text messages this morning. Um, Zach Thompson's awake. Either that, or he's either that, or Zach's warming up a bottle. I'm not sure what he's doing this morning. Uh, we'll have to we'll find out. Zach's throwing me text messages. Corey Finsky's throwing me text messages here. All the guys are going fishing this morning. Uh, the future Pro Tour guys. They are headed out there to go. Uh, day one of their championship tournament on Folsom this morning out of Granite Bay, and uh, they will uh, they will spool up the big tackle and head to the Delta tomorrow. Um, kind of an interesting uh, tournament format there where they will fish uh, one day at Folsom and one day down on the Delta. And we'll be talking to the northern, uh, one of the northern anglers of the year. Uh, we're going to be touching base with him before they go fishing a little bit later in the day. Paul Parks, uh, him and Jim Markham won the uh, northern angler of the year. So we'll be talking to those guys before they uh, head out this morning on Folsom, kind of see how their practice went. Folsom supposedly bites been tough. Uh, it will be the deciding factor in this tournament, though, the guys that uh, can put a little something together on Folsom and then go down there and have a decent day on the Delta will probably win this thing. I don't know if you can carry it all the way through with just one big day on the Delta, but maybe. Um, Boy, Folsom has been fishing tough. The lakes are high. They're dropping, but they're uh, they're definitely high right now. And uh, a lot of uh, a lot of guys having a hard time finding some fish, catching some fish. I know a lot of the guys have been fishing uh, Oroville. A lot of the guys headed up to Shasta to fish some events, uh, uh, getting ready for their uh, big fall classic they hold every year up there as well. So um, a lot of water in the lake. So uh, it's gonna gonna change things. Usually this time of year we've been uh, we've been dealing with dirt launch ramps, but we've got way more water than that this year, and uh, already snow on the hills. So they're gonna have to uh, gonna have to figure something out. Anyway, uh, looking across the looking across the board at uh, the Federation Nation Bassmaster Federation Nationals going on the Washita River in Louisiana. We've got a uh, a big bunch of our Western guys back there fishing the uh, the Federation tournament, and it's gonna be. Uh, uh, going to be a shootout. You know, they're fishing for five spots for the Bassmasters Classic back there. And uh, the divisional standings, you just have to beat the guy in your division. So uh, you don't have to beat the entire field to get that uh, qualifying spot for the Bassmasters Classic. In our Western Division, representing California, 
uh, our uh, our one lone guy. My computer's fighting me this morning. Um, the one lone guy from uh, California back there fishing the tournament from Sacramento, Don Edmonds. Uh, Don's seventh in the Western standings. He's uh, he's had a fairly tough tournament, but uh, he's uh, fishing pretty tough for all the guys back there. Um, Josh. Polfer from Nampa, Idaho, leading the Western Division. Looks like he's got a chance to uh, be our representative going back from the uh, West for the Bassmasters Classic. Uh, Brandon Palinick from Idaho last year uh, was our uh, Federation Divisional or Federation Nationals champion, and now he will uh, he will already qualify through his spot in the uh, in the in the Elite Series. So he invited back to fish as the uh, reigning champion for the Nationals, chose to sit this one out. But he is back there, and we'll be talking to Brandon a little bit later in the show as well. He'll be back live from the Federation Nationals. But uh, could be the first time we've ever seen two uh, two qualifiers from the state of Idaho uh, make the Bassmasters Classic. So that one will be fun to watch. Another guy to uh, kind of keep your eye on um, as well back there is uh, Aaron Etrenkamp from uh, – from Washington, Moses Lake, Washington. He's uh, Dave Crom's team partner. Him and Davey fish all over the Pacific Northwest, the Northwest tournament. So uh, another guy to watch back there. He'll uh, he'll be uh, doing well. Man, that's a that's a tough way to make the Bassmasters Classic. Those guys uh, those guys have made it through a series of uh, Federation tournament, Federation uh, divisionals, regionals, and then all the way back to the uh, to the uh, national tournament. So a lot of things to watch. We'll have. Uh, We'll kind of have a recap. We'll be talking to the uh, Federation guys as well. And, and uh, I know all of our California Federation guys are back at, uh, at this event. So that was kind of, a, uh, kind of a cool deal. So we talked a little bit about uh, what's going on as far as the, uh, the fishing's going on. But if you're looking to go fishing today, you still have time to get signed up and get down to the California Delta, the Toys for the Troops Kids Tournament going on at Russo's Marina uh, today. Get down there, bring an unwrapped toy for a boy or a girl and uh, they will be uh, delivering all the toys as well that we've uh, got piled up down there with Richard Dobbins' seminar at uh, Ultimate Bash University down at Gone Fishing Marine. I know they're going to have the Gone Fishing Marine trailer all filled up with toys down there. Um, that big wrap trailer will be down there. So they'll be using it at the tournament. Uh, Want to uh, wish those guys luck. And then tomorrow, you guys can uh, jump in as well if you're looking to get down to the Delta and go fishing. Might have a little weather tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be uh, headed down to uh, the Hook, Line, and Sinker Tournament. They'll be having uh, one of their stops as well. So who's got their Alabama rig? Who's paid 25 bucks for the new Alabama rig? Um, you know, we've been kind of wondering what's going on here. I got uh, finally talked to the folks at uh, the California Department of Fishing Game. I just want to run through this uh, run through this letter a little bit with you guys and, and what I was told. Uh, and this came from uh, California Department of Fish and Game Warden Tim Little, and Tim is uh, is a bass fisherman, and uh, and he's also uh, a warden up at Clear Lake, and they've kind of uh, kind of directed him to figure out what they were doing here uh, to talk a little bit with uh, with our friend Carrie Wilson from the California Department of Fish and Game as well. And you know, Carrie, you can send her your uh, your questions, like you know, how much corn can I put out to feed my geese before I set my decoys out, things like that, Rod. Rod Browning's laughing at me over here. Uh, so let me run through this letter. With the amount of money floating around these days in tournament fishing, anglers are constantly looking for the next big thing to help them catch more and bigger fish. The last FLW tournament, Lake Gunnersville, Paul Elias not only won $100,000 first place, but he beat down the entire field. The setup that Elias was using was called an Alabama rig. The question 
is the rig legal here in California, has been all over the fishing forums. The Alabama rig consists of five or six lures, usually plastic grubs or small swim baits, radiating from a central attachment point by wires, imitating a school of bait fish. It looks very similar to a mobile mobile that you might suspend above a baby's crib. That's a good, good description, uh, since all the lures have hooks in them. Would this rig be legal for inland freshwater fishing in California for bass or other species? Here in California, we have different regulations than in Alabama. California Code of Regulations states, uh, except as otherwise, all fish must be taken by angling with one closely attached rod and line or one hand line with not more than three hooks, nor more than three artificial lures. Each lure may have three hooks attached. So understanding it completely, you have to understand the definitions of an artificial lure and a lure. Artificial lure is an artificial lure's man-made lure or fly designed to attract fish. This definition does not include scents or flavored artificial baits. Pork rind, basically, guys. Lure, a manufactured article or object equipped with one or more hooks designed to attract or catch fish. So here's the answer to the question. The Alabama rig, without adding lures or hooks, has no ability to catch a fish by itself. So you cannot consider the Alabama rig a lure. That was kind of one of the, one of the loopholes the guys were looking for. Lures must be added to this rig. Since the rig comes with five wires to attach lures, not all five wires can have hooks on them in California. Okay, As stated in the regulations under fishing methods, California only allows no more than three artificial lures. So for California anglers, they'd have to put some type of blade, uh, maybe a spinnerbait blade with a swivel, um, or... Uh, on the fourth and fifth wire, or cut them off the rig altogether, just use three. Uh, but if the anglers are caught using all five lures, all five wires with hooks, citations could be issued for illegal method of take. So what this says, guys, is you can actually, and this was one of the arguments, you can actually put five baits on the Alabama rig and throw it. But you're going to have to cut the hook off of two of them. got to take your chance that... That fish doesn't bite one of the two that doesn't have a hook. Um, <clears throat> so you can cut the hooks off of it. So now we come into the question. Some of the tournament organizations have already taken a stance and said, yep, nope, can't do it. Um, okay, you're fishing. <clears throat> you're fishing across the lake. You're fishing across the cove. And you see that guy tossing the Alabama rig out there. How do you know that that guy has three hooks or five hooks on that on that rig you don't so the tournament organizations are are you know here we go under the um the the honor okay this guy they they wouldn't cheat they wouldn't do this they wouldn't do that we can't we can't uh we can't totally throw the rig out but how do you know if this guy you can't see it from there uh unless a warden actually approaches them and looks at the rig uh, to see how many points they have on there. So the question still lies is where are our tournament organizations going to be um, with this bait? Pretty hard bait to police, pretty hard bait to patrol and say, hey, this is what's going on and uh, um, this is what's happening. So anyway, that's uh, that's kind of where we are on that. So um, the Alabama rig still, uh, uh, still goes on, but I guarantee a whole bunch of you have already spent 25 bucks on it. And uh, I think what I want to find out, I think we need to run a contest for the next, say, six months. We'll run a contest on uh, Ultimate Bass. We'll find out 
what the most expensive Alabama rig is the guys have lost. You know, if they're throwing them with one of Jerry Rago's or five of Jerry Rago's swim baits on them, uh, with the hooks cut off of uh, two of them, plus the $25 L. I just want to know how much money the most expensive Alabama rig is going to be in six months that you actually got hung up and had to break off. You lost. It'll be different. Guys, a lot going on with our California Delta. The California Department of Fish and Game Commission having a big meeting Tuesday night with striper regulations. And there is uh, there is going to be an uproar. You guys are going to hear about this. And and the last thing I want bass fishermen to do is to take a stance like a lot of our uh, uh, like a lot of our gun friends and uh, and uh, people have done. I don't want you to stand back and say, "Hey, they can't do this. Uh, they won't do this uh, because they will." And uh, you guys are going to hear all about it. One of our uh, good friends, he's kind of a political expert. He kind of understands this stuff better than most of us, and that's why we've gone to him. We'll be talking to him when we come back from our first break. Um, the editor from the fish sniffer dan bocker is going to be talking to us all about what the california department of fish and game is trying to do if you read this press release um man there are so many holes to be shot in this press release from the california department of fish and game it isn't even funny but uh stick around guys we're going to jump into our first set of breaks when we come back we're going to be talking to the fish sniffers dan bocker if they're going after stripers our largemouth next the california delta stick around guys Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Lowrance Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lowrance. Less noise, more targets, crystal clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. You have seen it on TV, you have seen it on magazine covers, and you have seen Bassmaster Classic champions wearing it. What is Bassaholics? Bassaholics is lifestyle apparel that identifies you as an addictive Bassaholic. Bassaholics is what all the top pro anglers are wearing when they aren't getting paid for the logo on their shirt. More than just t-shirts and hats. Bassaholics has a complete lineup of jackets, hoodies, long and short sleeve shirts, hats, and other great products like wraps for your iPhone, tournament jerseys, and more. Stop by your local dealer today or visit them at Bassaholics.com and upgrade your fishing and lifestyle wardrobe. If you're an addictive trophy hunter or just catch 12 inches, you're a bassaholic. I'm a drowning accident rescue team member. Look, our rivers and lakes are dangerous right now. Heavy snow melt is causing high water levels in lakes and making rivers run fast, high, and cold. Make sure that, like me, whenever you're out there, you wear a life jacket because nine times out of ten, it will prevent a fatal accident. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket up at BoatCalifornia.com, the California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Hey, for years, our friends at High's Tackle Box in San Francisco have been known as your saltwater headquarters, your Baja headquarters. Now they want you to know they are your bass fishing headquarters as well. They have all the hard-to-find hard baits, baits you're looking for, and also all the swim baits you're looking for from close by 
or across the big pond. They've got Dobbins rods. They've got all the reels from all the different reels companies in stock, and they have everything you need to fish the Delta, Clear Lake, or our inland reservoirs. Sure, you can check them out at HighsTackleBoxShop.com or stop by their store at 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco and see their entire stock of fish and tackle, whether you're going to the big pond or you're headed to the Delta. High's Tackle Box. They've got everything you need for bass fishing. They're our friends down there, so support them. Say hi to Jonah and the guys when you're there. Stop by and visit your Bay Area bass fishing store, High's Tackle Box. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, a lot going on with our uh, with our striped bass down on the California Delta. It is uh, it is coming, uh, going to be a, a rather large uh, Department of Fish and Game Commission meeting coming up Tuesday night at uh, at 7 p.m. and uh, it was scheduled for the Rio Vista City Hall. They may have moved it to a larger location. Uh, this guy is going to be able to tell us all about it. He is uh, one of the uh, owners and one of the editors of uh, the Fish Sniffer magazine and uh, one of the guys that really keeps his hands and and involved in the political scene. He knows what's going on and was my uh, first guy to call when this whole thing came down. James Smith, the skipper from uh, California Dawn down in the Bay, uh, called me the other day and said, hey, man, the black bass guys have got to get on this. They've got to be involved, and uh, we need to talk to Dan Bacher about it. So uh, that was the next call we made. Uh, joining us this morning, guys, the uh, the editors from the Fish Niffer magazine, our buddy Dan Bacher. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Kent. Well, um, they're at it again, buddy. Well, or, or still, I guess, is the best way to put it, with, uh, with the Fish and Game Commission looking at doing some changes with our striped bass regulations and Obviously, this isn't a striped bass show, but the next question is, are largemouth next? What, uh, that's what's very go- much possible because the same arguments that are being used by the Department of Fish and Game to increase regulations, uh, bag limits, and size, and, and size limits on the stripers could be used to for the, the black bass, too, um, because essentially what's going on is there's going to be a meeting at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, November 8th, in the new location, I got officially confirmed last night from the Department of Fish and Game, is the Rio Vista and Isleton Club, 295 South 7th Street in Rio Vista. Okay. And so this accommodates a lot more people than the Rio Vista City Council Chambers. And the reason why they had to get a new place is because there was so much outcry about about the proposal that Fishing Game has. Um, now, it's a fairly long proposal, but um, what it does um, raises the daily bag limit for striped bass from two to six fish, raises the possession limit for striped bass from two to 12 fish. Two to 12? Yes. That means you can have 12 stripers in your truck and you can be legal. In two days of fishing. In two days of fishing. And you can lower the, it's going to lower the minimum size for striped bass from 18 to 12 inches. And then it's, this is a weird part of the regulations, established a quote, hot spot, unquote, for striped bass fishing at Clifton Court 4 Bay and specified adjacent waterways at which the daily bag limit will be 20 fish to possession limit will be 40 fish. And there will be no size limit. Um, anglers fishing at this spot 
would be required to fill out a report card and deposit in an Iron Ranger or similar receptacle. And then, um, finally, the, um, there would be changes in the reg fishing regulations for the Carmel, Pajaro, and Salinas rivers to allow harvest of striped bass when the fishery would be otherwise closed. Um, just so people know, at least uh, I don't know much about the Carmel or Salinas rivers. I haven't heard much striper action from those places in, in decades. But the lower Pajaro River in the city of Watsonville um, has uh, a really good striper fishery. Right. Those stripers come in off the beaches in, to go into the estuary. So what, what that does is opens it when the river would otherwise be closed. And then also DFG is recommending what they call an adaptive manage plan that will help assess how the new regulations influence the fishery. Will this, Dan, will this eliminate um, catch and release fishing of striped bass? I mean, are, are they have they talked no, about that? I, I, you know, because I don't see anything in there that mandates that you, that you keep them. This isn't like um, white bass, uh, as far as I know, when you go fish at Nassimano Reservoir. Um, you have to kill them, right? You know, right. Um, now, just 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 so we know the rationale behind this, this is all because of a lawsuit by a group called the Coalition for Sustainable Delta, which is what we call an astroturf organization for corporate agribusiness. It's uh, the the address for this group is the same as Stuart Resnick's. Um, offices. Funny how that happens, huh? Yes, and he's the guy, the big uh, grower, the largest tree fruit grower in the world that controls both the Republican and Democrat parties. He's the largest contributor to many of the campaigns, everybody from Schwarzenegger to Brown to Daryl Steinberg. You, know, you name the politician, he, he contributes uh, thousands and thousands of dollars. Right, right. And so, so they, they sued... Um, the fishing game saying that you shouldn't be shouldn't have regulations on a fish that poses a great danger to the salmon and to the delta smelt that are endangered species. Well, you know, you said that there were so many holes in that press release. That well, I just want to read one little quick yeah. line to the listeners on this thing because this is this is. Uh... Uh, this sounds like we let a junior high student write this thing. Although the amount of impact attributed to striped bass predation is not certain, DFG strongly suspects that the impact can be reduced by the proposed regulation. With proposed changes, striped bass would likely become somewhat less abundant, and the average size of striped bass would decline. But fishing effort and fishing success would likely increase for a period of at least several years. That is like we don't have a clue what the hell we're talking about, right. but we'll probably have less stripers if we let them catch more. And and the whole thing that the group said that, that joined um, with Fishing Game to defend, you know, the striped bass regulations. That's the California Sport Fishing Protection Alliance, California Striped Bass Association, and the uh, Northern California Federation of Fly Fisher, Fishermen. You know, um, their whole argument was that, you know, these fish have, have lived there for, you know, over 120 years and that they coexisted for years 
um, without any problem. Well, since the, the 1800s. Really big, be, be, and so were striped bass runs, and delta smelt populations were, were the best ever before the project pumps in the delta went in right. in the 70s. Right. So, so uh, you know, that that is just, there's no evidence whatsoever that I could find. I did a, a web search last night, stayed up till late, just to find out different reports, and there's just no evidence. They even admit it, and there's evidence otherwise. And this is really important. I found this quote from Dr. Peter Moyle, who's one of the most esteemed um, scientists. He's from the UC Davis, and another scientist named William Bennett of the Center for Watershed Sciences, and they point out that decreasing the population of striped bass could possibly have a negative impact upon salmon and smelt. And what he says is by messing with the dominant predator, if indeed it is, Mm -hmm. the agencies are inadvertently playing roulette with the basic ecosystem process that can change in an unexpected ways in response to reducing striped bass numbers. They're changing the ecosystem, basically, is what they're trying to do. In our opinion, it is most likely to have a negative effect. That's one of the most esteemed, or two of the most esteemed fishery scientists. There's a couple others, Dr. David Ostrach, that, um, that, you know, essentially said that um, these fish... Fish uh, coexisted for years, and he says it was not until multiple stressors, beginning with water project operations in the 1970s, followed by contaminants, introduced to invasive clams, zooplankton, poor river flows, and extensive habitat deterioration, that all the species concurrently began and continued to decline. So the striped bass is a victim, not a cause of, the... know, of this decline. Right. Well, Dan, if... Now, obviously, you know, we need to, it needs to be, uh, it, you know, a, a good gathering down there Tuesday night, um, 7 o'clock. But if, if a person listening uh, catches the archive show after Tuesday or, you know, they just can't get to Rio Vista Tuesday night, how can their voice be heard? What do they do? I mean, for one, real quick, our Fish and Game Commission guys, there is, there is one member on the Fish and Game Commission right now that's a hook and bullet guy. And uh, and the rest of them, the rest of them are really plants from uh, a lot of, a lot of you know, eco groups, and uh, and and they're doing what they're told by politicians. And this thing, really, a lot of us feel like it's already been decided. But right. what well, can... I wouldn't say that they're plants from eco groups at all. They're they're actually um, there's a, there's a, one really good guy. He's from the Plumbers Union. It's um, Jim Kellogg. Absolutely, Jim and, Kellogg's and a great Richard guy. Rogers is, is a real friend of the sportsman. And I mean, not not Richard Rogers, um, Dan Richards is uh-huh. Richard Rogers, and and the other commissioners are basically plants by Schwarzenegger, um, and you know they tend to like, for instance, on on issues like the like the uh, MLPA, pretty much rubber stamp what the fishing game and what what the administration. Um, wants right, you know, whatever one's in power, whether it's Brown or Schwarzenegger. Right. So, you know, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't say there's much of anything eco about these guys. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they're just they're, they're not hook and bullet guys. Appointments, they do the whatever the administration wants. Whereas, whereas Rogers, I mean, not Rogers, but Richards and Kellogg, and Kellogg, yeah, yeah, they do. You know, they are more independent. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, 
how can how can your voices be heard, guys? Largemouth are next, and 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 the other fish. I have a question because I spent a lot of time in the Sacramento River. Um, I fish up there a lot and and have my entire life. Uh, what the hell are they doing about squawfish, Sacramento pike? Yes, um, the Sacramento pike minnows. Those um, there isn't anything you know being done about those. There's one good thing is that the Red Bluff Diversion Dam um, took it or put its uh, gates up for the for the last time this year, and they're going to, in the process of building a new facility to take the water for the Glen Calusa Irrigation District. Right. So right. they don't have as much impact. Um, but here's the thing. Um, what's the major predator of the pike minnows? Stripers. Striped bass. And that's why Peter Moyle um, was was so strong about the fact that you could have a negative impact because what happens okay there the, you, you know the coalition for sustainable delta is claiming that the striped bass are eating the salmon what uh, what happens when they reduce the numbers of striped bass real low and more um pike minnows right are, are are out there will they have a more of an impact upon upon the salmon and smell we don't know but they very much could well, and you know what? I mean, I go back to all these concerns when they're talking about, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take the numbers of fish down in our river systems, the delta system, and I can't help but go back to Davis Lake, and uh, when they talked about if we leave the pike in Davis Lake, the different pike minnow than we're talking about in the river, guys, but if we leave the pike in Davis Lake, they're gonna filter through Lake Oroville, down the Feather River, into the Sacramento, into the Delta, and kill our striper run. Well, the bottom line, guys, is. Um, how in the world do they think they're going to go out there and eliminate uh, or or really depredate the stripers out of our system? They think they're going to do it, and uh, and Diane Feinstein has been in favor of it. And believe me, guys, Diane Feinstein used the word black bass in her letter. So uh, don't think this is a striped bass thing, and don't think I only fish for stripers in November and December on the Delta with a swim bait, so I really don't give a damn. You better give a damn, because black bass are next, and uh, we need to support this deal and get off our butts. Dan, i got to run. Okay, um, if anybody wants to know um, for the information on the Fishing Game Committees and all that, you go up to dfg.ca.gov dfg.ca.gov is their website. Uh, keep an eye on the fish sniffer. Dan always does a great the, job. The, the commission meeting on this proposal will be in December, so it's coming right up. In December, guys, stay on top of it, and the pages of the fish sniffer will keep you in uh, informed as well. Dan does a great job there, or the fish sniffer.com. Mr. Bacher, appreciate it, buddy. I know you got to run, and uh, always good to catch up with you. Great. Thanks. Thank you so much. You bet, guys. Dan Bacher from the Fish Differ. I think it's time we do a little pro tip. Now it's time for the Ultimate Bass Pro Tip of the Week, brought to you by Gone Fish and Marine and Mercury-powered Nitro Boats. With 14 different bottles to choose from, Nitro and Gone Fish and Marine have the perfect bass boat for your needs. From the 17-foot 482 to the all-new Superfast Z9, powered by Mercury's new 250 Pro XS, you know Nitro has the boat for you. Gone Fish and Marine and Nitro invite you to ignite your passion. With 360 degrees of performance, more boat for your money, custom match trailers, no haggle, no hassle pricing. It's time you stepped up to a Mercury-powered Nitro. And now, here's your pro tip of the week. Hey guys, coming to Gone Fish and Marine. Looks like November the 15th. 
our next Ultimate Bash University. So mark your calendars on that. Uh, working on the guy that's going to be doing the seminar, but I think it's going to be fun, and he'll uh, he'll give us some tips uh, for the California Delta. So it uh, looks like we're going to looks like we'll have the fishing instructor Randy Pringle there, but he's trying to finish up all of his uh, last minute scheduling. But we'll be talking to Randy. He's also going to be talking about the uh, the best bass tour when he comes as well. So we'll be hanging out with Randy Pringle. But we also wanted to remind you if you didn't hear last weekend, big rebates from Lawrence on all of the HDS units up to two hundred dollars on an HDS seven eight or 10 so if you're looking for a new depth finder to be installed on your boat uh, you can save a little bit of money and uh, get a new depth finder as well stop by gone fisher marine and dixon the guys will get you all squared away down there and uh, if you're looking for a used bass boat mark's got a whole bunch of them in he's been taking his trades bass cats tritons rangers he's got them all down there used at gone fisher marine stop by and check them out uh, he's got a he's got a bunch of new boats in and a whole bunch more uh, that are coming in that uh, you guys might want to check out. So if a new one's not in your budget, a used one might be. Check it out. Get down here, Gone Fishing Marine, guys. That's your pro tip of the week. Gone Fishing Marine is one of the largest full-service dealers around, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro bass boats. Gone Fishing has a huge selection of electronics, boating accessories, parts, and an impressive tackle shop, along with professional factory-trained and certified mechanics. Ready for a new mercury-powered nitro? They're just off I-80 in Dixon on North Lincoln Street and never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Check them out on the web at gfmarine.com or give them a toll-free call at 877-305-7538. Gone Fishing Marine, your authorized nitro boats dealer. I've learned a few things cruising this river the last 30 years. Let's be clear about it. Dumping sewage anywhere in our waterways pollutes the environment. It's simple. Remember to plan ahead. Boats with holding tanks must pull in and pump out at shoreside pump-out stations. If you have a boat without a holding tank, plan your trip to use shoreside restrooms. Don't waste away our waterways. Proper disposal of sewage protects our waterways. Dump at the pump. Hey, if it's your boat, it's your responsibility. For more information, visit our website at BoatResponsibly.com. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. You can fish with the same rods as champion angler Gary Dobbins. And now you may be fishing from the same Ranger Evan route Gary fishes out of as well. That's right. Dobbins Rods is giving away a top-of-the-line Ranger Z521. Powered by an Evan Rude 250 E-Tech. Minn Kota and Humminbird Electronics, just like Gary's boat. And all you have to do is purchase a Dobbins rod or give one of the participating dealers demo rods a try, and then you can enter. The Dobbins Rods Ranger Evan Rude giveaway is going on now. For more information and contest rules, check out DobbinsRods.com or visit your local Dobbins Rods dealer, and you might be towing away a new Ranger boat or one of the other great prices. DobbinsRods.com, where fishing is more than just a hobby. I'm boater and angler Sepp Hendrickson of California Sportsman. And I'm Kent Brown, professional angler from Ultimate Bass. Most people know us as anglers first. But whenever you're on the water, in a boat, even if you're out there to catch that kokanee, you're a boater first, which means you've got to wear a life jacket. You don't need to wear one that's bulky or could make it tough to reel in a largemouth. You know, with today's life jackets, you barely know you're wearing one until it counts. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Crabco. 
with brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum. Now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from top waters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at lurenet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Recreation Area is the place located 30 miles southeast of Sacramento. Party Lake is one of the most beautiful facilities in the motherlode, and the best thing is it's a fishing lake. No jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway. Party Lake owns the state record smallmouth bass and double-digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week. If you're chasing bass, trout, kokanee, catfish, or bluegill, you're sure to hook up at Party Lake. Party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month. A six-lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel, and a well-stocked store as well as newly remodeled coffee shop have everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casino's just minutes away with top-name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations. And your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Party Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Party Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. If you haven't been to Sportsman's Warehouse in Rockland for a while, it's time you get back in. They're restocked and the pegs are loaded with everything you fish with. The Rockland Sportsman's Warehouse has been your outdoor outfitter for over five years. Sportsman's Warehouse, they're fully stocked with all the brands you need, like Lucky Craft, Yozuri, Rapala, Snagproof, Bomber, Lure Jensen, Head and Strike King, and their great wall of plastics includes RoboWorm, Yamamoto, Berkeley, Zoom, Huddleston, Spro, Talon, and more. They carry a complete line of electronics and marine accessories. They'll get you out in the elements, cold or hot, rain or shine, they have all your outdoor clothing needs. Check them out at sportsmanswarehouse.com for more information or directions. Open seven days a week, Fridays and Saturdays till 9. Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland, the place for anglers, hunters, and outdoorsmen to get everything you need. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, is. uh... As I just found out, um, the commission meeting that they're going to have to decide these regulations, both of those commission meetings will be held in December in Southern California. So uh, obviously they're setting some things up to make sure there's not a whole lot of us uh, that know anything about the Delta, the river system, and uh, and are going to oppose it uh, by just uh, keeping it out of the location that we're at. But you keep an eye on uh, ultimatebassradio.com, californiasportsman.com, seps.com. We are going this week, uh, it'll, it might be even be Monday before we get to it, but we are going to have addresses and phone numbers of all of the California Department of Fish and Game Commission members for you to make phone calls, write letters, send emails to, and uh, we're going to make sure that those are up on the front pages of all of our websites. And uh, we will definitely get the support of our friends at westernbass.com as well, and uh, they will make sure that that is up there. And uh, you can also go to onenews.com, Western Outdoor News. This is not just a fish sniffer battle, guys. The the line has been drawn, and uh, we are going to uh, become a – you know what – 
we're going to become a real pain in the butt for a few fishing game commissioners and let them know that uh, if they're going to change our ecosystems and change the things they're going to do down in the Delta, um, we're not going to do it quietly. All right, let's talk fishing. We've been talking politics too long. Uh, let's go all the way, all the way to the Washita River in Louisiana to uh, wake up the uh, reigning federation uh, nationals champion, BASS Elite Series Pro, and the only darn Bassmaster Pro from Idaho. My old buddy Brandon Palinick. Is, is it too early for you back there? Have you been partying with the boys? No, no, not at all. I've <laughs> been up since like 5 o'clock this morning. I would help dump the boats in the water this morning. And, uh, I mean, I've just, I've been up. Busting my butt for a couple hours now. Well, all right, man. Well, it's uh, it's got to be tough on you being a spectator in this uh, whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's definitely been a different week. I mean, I spent seven years fishing the Federation, and this week I'm seeing the opposite side of what I'm used to seeing. I'm used to being out there on the water. And, you know, this week I'm helping the guys get on the water and watching the weigh-ins, and I mean, it's it's definitely a different feeling. It's got to be a different feeling for you. Well, you were uh, you were actually eligible to fish as the reigning champion again uh, this year, right? That is correct. And you, uh, since you had already qualified for the Bassmasters Classic through the Elite Series on your freshman year back there, uh, you bowed out of fishing this event uh, to give somebody else a chance. And now it looks like uh, qualifying through the regions, we may actually have two guys from Idaho make the Bassmasters Classic. I don't think that's ever been done. I Yeah, I don't think so. Um, as far as I know, uh, I was the first one, and then now next year we might have two from Idaho fishing the Classic. I mean, he, Josh Pulford. He's from Idaho, and he's been fishing strong all week, right? You know, staying consistent. And so, I mean, it looks like if he stays on track what he's been doing, he's going to make it, and we're going to have two Idaho boys in the Classic. Well, you know, watching the Western guys, I mean, Don Edmonds from California back there and, and uh, several of the fishermen that was keeping an eye on him, the one guy that I thought, man, could really be tough back there, he's had a decent tournament, is Aaron Etchenkamp. I was uh, I was kind of watching uh, – Watching him, I thought, boy, there's a there's a guy to watch uh, when he gets back out of his, you know, out of Washington. I know he's a great fisherman, but um, good representatives from the Federation from our Western Division this year. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, the West has always had one of the biggest divisions in the country. You know, there's six divisions, and, you know, the West, I think, has 12 states in it. So, I mean, it's always been a tough division to fish in uh, we've always had tough anglers like you mentioned aaron i mean anyone that's fished around the west northwest knows aaron's name and you know how tough he's been for the last i mean few years as long as i've been fishing yeah exactly all right well let's talk real quick buddy uh the sophomore season on the Bassmaster elite series you had a pretty pretty awesome year man kicking off with uh with your great finish last year at the Bassmasters Classic, fishing, uh, fishing elbow to elbow with Kevin Van Dam when they pushed you off at the Classic, and uh, uh, your freshman season on the Elite Series, you had a an incredible year qualifying for the Classic. Um, are you worried about the sophomore slump? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, really, anything can happen in fishing, and you know, it could happen next year. It might happen down the road. Right. Guys have bad years every now and then, but I don't really 
you know, think that just because it's my sophomore year, I'm going to go into a sophomore slump. Uh, I feel more confident going into next year. You got a little better idea. You have a little better idea what to expect uh, and a little better idea how to handle being on the road. Does yeah, that help? I mean, I'm, I've always been used to being on the road, you know, just because I was from Idaho. Mm-hmm. We have great fishing, but we don't have a lot of tournaments. So I was, I was used to being on the road quite a bit. Um, but stepping up to the Elite Series is a completely different level than anything else. Well, what about uh, you're young? What about the uh, what about the thought of uh, of a move like a lot of the Western pros have done? You know, uh, you know, Yellis did it for a while. You know, Klein's in Texas. What what about that move to Texas or Alabama or somewhere that the guys have seemed to relocate it to? Have you looked at that? Yeah, I mean, I've been doing some looking. Uh, it's hard for me to leave home. Yeah, you know, I just because when I'm not fishing, when I'm not on the road. I would rather be in northern Idaho just because fishing's awesome. We don't have the pressure. You know, the weather's great. And, you know, everyone that I've known my whole life is up that way. So, I mean, there's definitely thoughts of moving. It's easier. Mm-hmm. You know, you, mean, you can be home in a day where right now it takes me two and a half days to right. get home. Right. So, I mean, it's definitely easier being located in the south, but... It's a whole lot nicer. Living in northern Idaho. Exactly. There you go. Well, guys, you can follow along uh, and keep an eye on him. He'll be fishing the Red River, the Bassmasters Classic, when he comes in February and uh, back on the Elite Series when they kick off in Florida in March. Brandon Palinick from Idaho. And uh, do you have a website yet, Big Dog? I do. It's uh, com. Check it out, guys. Follow along with uh, Brandon Palinick. You can kind of keep up to date with him. And I think this is the first interview we've got to do that we didn't have Gerald Swindle do a flyby and you didn't call Skeet Reese old. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It probably is. I think so. Yeah, I think that's good. Well, we're going to keep up with you, bud. We're going to kind of follow along and uh, and hang out with you when you're back there fishing the Elite Series this year and uh, touch bases a little more often. We need to uh, have you on the show a little more often, bud. Sounds good. All right, man. Brandon Palinick, guys, from uh, the Bassmaster Elite Series, all the way back at the uh, Federation National Tournament. You can follow along at Bassmaster.com. Stick around. We're going to jump into a set of breaks. When we come back, ooh, put your coat on. It's cold this morning. We're going to get in a boat with Paul Parks and Jim Markham and find out what's going on in the Future Pro Tour Classic. Going on at Folsom uh, today, the Delta tomorrow. Stick around, guys. We're going uh, to get in a boat. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy a new Mercury-powered Triton boat or already own one, Gone Fishing in Dixon is your place to call home. From the aluminum VT-16 to the Tournament Top 21XS, Gone Fishing's lineup of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. With Triton Gold Tournament bonuses and Gone Fishing's award-winning Mercury Premier Service Center by your side, the advantages to being a Triton boat owner were never greater. Visit us right off I-80 in Dixon as Gone Fishing Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Triton Boats bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month at 6.30. Find out more at GF. I've learned a few things cruising this river the last 30 years. Let's be clear about it. Dumping sewage anywhere in our waterways pollutes the environment. 
It's simple. Remember to plan ahead. Boats with holding tanks must pull in and pump out at shoreside pump-out stations. If you have a boat without a holding tank, plan your trip to use shoreside restrooms. Don't waste away our waterways. Proper disposal of sewage protects our waterways. Dump at the pump. Hey, if it's your boat, it's your responsibility. For more information, visit our website at BoatResponsibly.com. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville wants bass anglers to know they are your one-stop bass fishing superstore. No matter where you're headed, Guns, fishing, and other stuff has the largest selection of bass tackle, rods, reels, and electronics in the area. Not just a few lucky crafts, but hundreds of colors and sizes. And not just a couple of Pradco baits, they stock hundreds of your favorites and some new colors that soon will be your favorites. Soft plastics from all the big manufacturers, swim baits, terminal tackle, and all the rods and reels the pros use. Sure, they have guns and other stuff, but they should be called guns, bass fishing, and other stuff. With their great selection and enough inventory, they won't be sold out when you get there. Guns, fishing, and other stuff, right off I-80 in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road. Or check them out online at gunsfishing.com. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville your store for all your bass fishing needs. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. If you're wondering where to find the most exciting advancements in real technology, look no further than Okuma Fishing Tackle. I'm talking about the Okuma Serrano and Cayenne Bass Reels, along with the all-new Citrix and Illumina Series. Four reels that dollar for dollar stand alone against all others. On the water, nothing moves faster than the Okuma Trio High-Speed Spinning Reels. 6.2 to 1 gear retrieve moves fast, dissects prime water with speed and efficiency. Crossover construction and dual-force drag hits with power. The Trio High-Speed Spinning Reel makes success. Simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch all these reels online at okumafishing.com. And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, we're back. And uh, this weekend is uh, the culmination of the whole year for the Future Pro Tour guys. They are uh, fishing their big classic. The winners are going to leave with the keys to a fully rigged Ranger Evinrude boat. Uh, and motor combination and uh, leading the charge, probably uh, probably a little excited getting to fish on his home lake and uh, and headed out this morning on Folsom for day one. They'll be headed to the Delta for day two, uh, splitting combined weight. The two uh, lakes will declare a winner. Uh, they were anglers of the year in the northern division. My old buddy Paul Parks. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Ken. How are you? Good. Are you? Uh, I'm not holding you guys up. You're not late getting to the lake, are you? I'm at home drinking coffee, waiting to drive to the lawn tramp. It's it's kind of nice to have about a three minute commute to the lawn tramp. Not such a bad deal, is it? You know, that's uh, that's got to be a pretty good deal. You can't even uh, can't even get through a full cup of coffee before you guys will be ready to go fishing. Well, how is our home lake fishing? How's it treating you? Uh, it's fishing really tough, actually. Um, yeah. If you guys are saying they're getting them, but uh, we're having a hard time in pre-fish, and so uh, it, it, it seems to me uh, we're going to be fishing deep and drop shotting and spooning, but uh, still throw those reaction baits in the morning. Well, and for uh, the guys going out there fishing that are uh, that are going to be catching those fish deep, they got to keep in mind it's uh, it's they've got to handle those fish correctly too. They're, those spotted bass right. uh, got to be punched out there with uh, with a needle and uh, and take care of those fish as well. So. Um, 
90 teams. What do you, how, how do you handle going from one lake to the other? I mean, you guys were anglers of the year. Obviously, you fished well on all of them, uh, you and James, but how do you handle going from Folsom to the Delta? It's a complete change of tackle techniques and everything. That's exactly right. Uh, we'll, we'll be, as soon as I get home tonight, all the rods are coming out, heavier line, more bait casters. It's, it's just a different thing, changing baits over. And so, yeah, you just have to roll with the punches. You won't get to sleep as late and drink coffee tomorrow. I uh, know. I won't be able to sleep in tomorrow. <laughs> and don't forget, you know, for you guys that always complain about ultimate bass being on too early. No, we hear you every tournament. Well, see, that's good. But if those guys that complain, they can move their clock back Saturday night, and Ultimate Bass will still be on at 5, but it'll feel like it's later next week. That's right. Yeah, so uh, Saturday night, guys, if you are fishing, uh, you want to uh, you want to uh, roll those clocks back. So, All right, buddy. Well, what do you guys uh, – where do you guys get to blast off first since you were Anglers of the Year, or did they throw you into the mix? Uh, yeah, we do. They're, they are going by, by finish, so we're going to be first, and I think the uh... – Central team is going to be second. Travis Huckabee and yeah. Ben Broom, actually. And uh, Ben Broom, that name might be a little familiar for some of you guys. Uh, he's uh, That's good bass fishing heritage right there. That's Don Payne's grandson. So. Yep, saw him last night. Saw Don last night. Yeah, the, good uh, uh, good guy. Good guy yeah. and uh, tough team, man. They catch them. They, they do well down there in the Central Division. And, and uh, their type of fishing, obviously, uh, on their lakes down in the Central part of the state, fits right in for Folsom pretty well, too. You know those guys will uh, those guys will do real well with uh, uh, a lot of the techniques that they're used to fishing on our on our central lake. So well, that's cool. You get uh, you get your uh, your pick of spots to start. Now I know some of the list some of the guys fishing the tournament are probably listening, so I'm not going to ask you where you're going to start since you're uh, the first boat out. But do you have one spot that you guys have said, all right, we're boat one, we're, we're going to get that spot? You know, Jim and I were just talking, and quite honestly, we're not sure where we're going to start yet, which isn't unusual for too many. Tournaments. We, we've probably got three or four picks, and uh, which one we go to, we'll have to determine that on our three-minute drive. <laughs> <You'll>, <laughs> the three-minute drive to the lake, you guys are going to figure out where you're going to fish. <laughs> and there's a chance somewhere between the launch ramp and the five on air buoys you guys could change your mind. That's completely right, and sometimes it happens once once we're on the fly. <laughs> that You know what? That's the makings for a good tournament. You guys are going uh, to do really well. Guys, you can uh, sneak out to Granite Bay today. The weigh-ins will probably start, what, about 2.30 today? Uh, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. The first flight in, the second flight is 3.30, and then the um, last flight is 4 o'clock, which I almost wish I was in that last flight. Yeah, you know what? You had too good a year, and now you got to come in early. That's right. Sometimes well, we like the last flight. Well, you, do you get to go out last at the Delta tomorrow? Uh, I I don't know. Um, I, I believe it's going to be the same format. There you go. Well, guys, it's uh, it's going to be fun to watch uh, these guys. You know, a lot of anglers that uh, you may not recognize their names. You know, it's not the Zach Thompsons and the, the Gary Dobbins and uh, the Mike Folkstads, but it's the next group of guys coming up through the Future Pro Tour, and uh, always fun. Congratulations this year, buddy, uh, to you and James and uh, and your Angler of the Year title and, uh, and Travis and Ben Broom for their Central Division Angler of the Year, and uh, wish you the best of luck today on the water, bud. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. All right, man. Hey, stay off my spots, would you? We'll do. All right, buddy. You got it. All right. Folsom Lake today, guys. Going to be a lot of fun to uh, to check that out if you get an opportunity. You may get to, uh, if I don't have to go out and chase a duck around or a honker around this afternoon, I might have to sneak out to the weigh-in. So um, that should be good. Are we good? Do we have to jump into another break? Ah, you know what? You're no fun, Chris. Stick around, guys. We're going to have <laughs> nothing but the music going out of here. Uh, we're probably running out of time. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com, and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you will find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. Westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. I've learned a few things cruising this river the last 30 years. Let's be clear about it. Dumping sewage anywhere in our waterways pollutes the environment. It's simple. Remember to plan ahead. Boats with holding tanks must pull in and pump out at shoreside pump-out stations. If you have a boat without a holding tank, plan your trip to use shoreside restrooms. Don't waste away our waterways. Proper disposal of sewage protects our waterways. Dump at the pump. Hey, if it's your boat, it's your responsibility. For more information, visit our website at BoatResponsibly.com. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. I'm a drowning accident rescue team member. Look, our rivers and lakes are dangerous right now. Heavy snow melt is causing high water levels in lakes and making rivers run fast, high, and cold. Make sure that, like me, whenever you're out there, you wear a life jacket. Because nine times out of ten, it will prevent a fatal accident. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath at BoatCalifornia.com. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Hey guys, we want to remind you, check out UltimateBassRadio.com. We will have the addresses, the names, phone numbers, and emails of all of our Department of Fish and Game Commissioners. We need you to write those letters, make those phone calls, and protect our fisheries. From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish. With tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson at California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening. When it comes to the newest and finest products in the fishing industry, look no further than Fisherman's Warehouse. All four convenient locations are well-stocked with product and fully staffed with knowledgeable employees to help you make the right selection for every type of fishing anywhere in the world. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose, Fisherman's Warehouse will solve all your angling needs. Thursday night at all locations is seminar night. Local experts, guides, and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations, sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water? 
you. With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fishing Marine and Honda Outboards, never too far from your favorite fishing hole. I've learned a few things cruising this river the last 30 years. Let's be clear about it. Dumping sewage anywhere in our waterways pollutes the environment. It's simple. Remember to plan ahead. Boats with holding tanks must pull in and pump out at shoreside pump-out stations. If you have a boat without a holding tank, plan your trip to use shoreside restrooms. Don't waste away our waterways. Proper disposal of sewage protects our waterways. Dump at the pump. Hey, if it's your boat, it's your responsibility. For more information, visit our website at BoatResponsibly.com. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at Seps.com and UltimateBassRadio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show.